Proverbs 22, 9. He who has a generous eye will be blessed, for he gives of his bread to the poor. In Scripture, there exists two forms of poverty, and to be blessed by God, it is necessary to do good to both the one and other category. However, we need to consider that there is a great difference between these two categories, and it consists in one category being above the other. <clears throat> and consequently, so that our generosity be acceptable to God and would flow within the boundaries instructed by God, it is necessary to first do good to that category or for that category that stands above the other and only after if we still have the ability the finances we can do good for the other one as well Galatians 6 10 therefore as we have opportunity let us do good to all especially to those who are of the household of faith one of the most prioritized categories of poor for whom we are supposed to do good is the house of God or the church of Jesus Christ. And let us look at the category of the poor and let's we'll separate them into four categories. First, the poor is that specific delegated authority of God in the church, the members of which we are. Second, the, for, the poor or the category of the poor is our specific saints who belong to that specific church that you are a member of. Third, these are all saints not dependent upon denominational association. We are to do good to Christians. And if after all of this we have something in our pocket only then the poor and needy of the world with this we need to note that tithes can only belong to the local church where we are nourished or we are being nourished by the spiritual food that is being preached and then from the remaining means we voluntarily of our possessions can do good to those that our heart is open to. Not our feelings, but our heart. Because our feelings, our emotions uh, become sympathetic to a bum we may, we may see in the street uh, that is dirty, uh, that needs people who stand maybe in the heat begging they could have worked, but they rather stand uh, and beg instead because they make more that way. And so when we do good, we're not doing good based on how we feel, but based on what's in our heart, and then the feelings follow. Who are these poor in the church, and what characteristics do they have? Jesus, upon his Sermon on the Mount, talked about... Uh, refusing to rely upon someone or something so that he can rely upon the oath promises of God and uh, God's truth which then makes you poor in spirit 
Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And so who is the poor and needy? This is not a bum. This is not a drug addict. And this is not a gypsy. They are included, but they are that fourth category that we are to do good to if we still have something left after we have uh, pretty much done good to the first three categories that we've listed. And so we first, uh, there may be four vessels and you're pouring, uh, there are four vessels, one flowing into the next one. And so when we're pouring and we continue to pour, if we still have enough, we will be able to satisfy or help uh, the fourth category as well. Because you give to uh, a homeless person or someone that you think may be in need and our emotions uh, may feel good about this, but that is not the priority. And the problem is that this homeless person will uh, then stand in the street because he knows he will be continuing to receive money and help from those that may be sympathetic to his appearance. David, being one of the wealthiest men in Israel, was one of the poorest in the eyes of God, is what he said about himself. I, in my poverty, have prepared 100,000 talents of gold, millions of talents of silver, and bronze and it was without number and he did this in his poverty is what he says if you can imagine a talent is 30 kilograms of gold and it was millions of talents of precious metals that he brought and he talked about himself as being poor and what does this say when we offer to the Lord we we need to offer from our own poverty and the people that we offer two need to also have this state of poverty in them they don't trust and rely upon their own personal abilities they rely and trust upon god and his oath promises uh god's truth is god's promises and god's promises is founded upon the faith teaching of christ and so of course apostle paul is a great example who was able to live in both uh in both wealth and poverty and he said to the Philippians that no one did uh, more for him or offered to him uh, no one did more than they did and so we know that we give and we give our tithes we give our tithes uh, whether we're poor or rich it's not uh, dependent upon your uh, financial situation it's whether your spirit is poor in Christ or that state of poverty where the commandments of God are and from the position of God's commandments we uh, can determine whether a person's heart is uh, in the right state and so God will satisfy he speaks through Apostle Paul to the Saints he speaks Uh, that he will be able to bless, but only in the glory of God. And so how do you receive access to blessing and glory? And what is glory? It says, give glory to God. What is glory? To be able to give it to God. It says in Scripture, take your gift, come before his face, bow before him in the beauty of holiness. This is what it means to give glory, and this is how you receive blessing from the Lord. Right now we will sing a psalm and we will thank God 
that before we begin to uh, worship, we need to remember that to convert the principles of the kingdom of heaven into materialistic blessings means to commit an evil thing, which God considers an abominable idol worshiping. The scriptures offered the opposite. Utilize the principles of the kingdom of heaven to convert them into mat- uh, materialistic goods, uh, which is the treasure that is imperishable. And we will do that right now. Let us stand and we will sing a wonderful psalm and we'll convert our materialistic goods into treasure that is imperishable.
I will happily remind us that every time when the nation of Israel honored God with their tithes and their offerings, either in the tabernacle of Moses or the temple of Solomon, they were required as a command that Moses received from God as a revelation to stretch out their hands over their tithes and proclaim a great proclamation, which they were faithful to for thousands of years. We are that same Israel. We are connected to the same roots. We are nourished by the same olive tree. We will do the same thing. Please stretch out your hand over your tithes and pray together with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I have separated my tithe from my house and have brought it into your temple so that you may have food within your house. I do not give in sorrow. I do not give in impurity. I do not give for the dead. I greatly believe in your unchanging words, and I am glad that I have the privilege to demonstrate my love and to acknowledge your authority. And now in accordance to your words, I pray right now, may your heavenly windows be open to me, and may your blessing come without end upon your redeemed nation. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen, amen. May you be blessed. Please be seated.